Hello and welcome to Fast Talks. My name is Mikko Tuomala. I'm the marketing director of Fastems and the host of the show. Today in the studio, we have uh, our head of product management uh, of digital products, Topi Uden, and from that same digital uh, products team, uh, product manager, Janne Kivinen. Uh, would you guys briefly introduce yourselves so the listeners know a bit who's here with me today? Okay, maybe I can start. So, yeah, go ahead. So, <clears throat> like Mikko said, Topi Uden, um, I originally joined Fastems 2006. And and I've been working in different roles and different positions. And, almost and 15 years. Yeah, almost yeah, 15 years with the, um, basically working with the industrial automation software. Yeah. Yeah. Software side. Yeah. And what do you do uh, besides your automation profession? Yeah, something totally different. Yeah. So so I, I I do a lot of things with my hands. I do different kind of crafts. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm renovating our summer cottage. So oh, so that's... something that balances this yeah. this kind of digitalization. That's and... quite Finnish. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Like, like doing with your hands and, and the summer cottage. Yeah. Part sure. Yeah. Then Janne. Yeah. So I'm Janne Kivinen, and uh, I'm uh, I'm working in the product management uh, team of of our digital offering like Topi. And uh, I joined the company uh, 2013, and uh, I started working in the technical support first. Then I uh, I joined the, the training team. So I, I have been traveling all over the world, uh, seeing our customers and our systems, and uh, and uh, uh, having many, many, good many production managers probably. Yeah, yeah, hinting towards today's topic. We'll come back to that later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and then uh, around two years ago, I, I I started working in in this current position. Okay, what do you do, Janne, besides your automation profession? Uh, mainly different kind of uh, outdoor activities like like uh, running uh, running in the woods and and then uh, some mountain biking yeah. sometimes. Yeah, I like those as well. All right, so let's jump in today's topic which is uh, the daily life or hell of a production manager. Let's figure where the title comes from by, by jumping right into it and asking the question of what does a typical production manager's day look like? Uh, busy, actually. Busy. So, so mm. maybe, maybe it's not, not a surprise, but, but uh, it, it usually it's, it's full of hurry. And, uh, and, and uh, usually the, the, the cause for this is the pressure which is coming from the customers. So yeah. customers are are asking parts ask with, with certain quantities, certain quality, uh, certain delivery dates. And then on the other hand, we have those restrictions on the on the factory floor, like like capacity uh, uh, and, and, and those kind of things. And and then uh, the, the production manager's job is to to try to 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 balance between yeah, these two make all make all that happen yeah exactly yeah. and uh, and usually this pressure coming from two directions is is not the only thing because or uh, that's actually not the the problem make or, or thing making problems it's it's the surprises that uh, right. that happen uh, right. uh, suddenly so so a sudden massive breakdown sick leaves uh, those kind of things and uh, and uh, and then we uh, at the, uh, suddenly we don't have the capacity yeah. we, we planned to have yesterday the world changes yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. missing resources could be yeah yeah exactly how about on the monitoring and transparency side what's like the visibility of the production yeah this is 
this is exactly like Janne said that it's it's full of surprises and and of course you get what you measure kind of old slogan but but yeah. still valid so so it means that that you need to monitor the things what you are doing on the sure. shop floor sure you need to know what's the what's the status at all times so basically like Janne said it's you might have some some limited resources you need to know that what's the capacity yeah. what's the, what's the utilization of those things and 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 you need to know what's happening that's yes. basically the kind of the yes underlined yeah are these problems usually that occur they they're well they're unexpected they're surprises but is like how is the typical visibility to the production how much can typically production managers see beforehand of of mm. how do their resource play out and the order needs and everything is it is it typically long or short Yeah, I think the the overall the visibility is is kind of limited. Yeah. Like so so the actual for example the actual utilization of the resources is not known by the by the production managers. Okay. So so basically the it might be that they have the feeling that they are fully utilizing the the capacity what they have and all the machines and spindles what they have on the shop floor. Yeah. But basically the machines are just standing still. They are yeah. doing setup changes, they are yeah. doing different kind of tasks between the patches and so on. Okay, so it sounds like the, the, the visibility to the future is not that long and even the like current situation, what's happening right now yeah. isn't always so clear. Yeah. You had an experience of this in, in one Italian aerospace manufacturer. Yeah, that's that's one specific case where, where I, I saw it with my own eyes that, that they, they were telling us that they need the fourth machine yeah. because the, the three, three ones are all, already full. And when we ta- took the factory tour, Yes. We saw that three of those machines uh, were kind of staying still. They were they, idling. They are idling. Yeah. yeah. No. No so, chip cutting. Yeah. No. So they they just did the setup changes and and stuff like that, doing the kind of the on process measurements during the machining yeah. and yeah. stuff like that. So so that that's all those things that cut down the the utilization of the machine. And yes. still they felt that they are full. Yes. Kind of small example yeah how, uh, how this monitoring and and the analyzing the the monitor data helps the customer to understand the situation actually any similar experience on your side Janne? yeah and, and and this this uh, question of how to how to monitor and how to measure it's it's actually very interesting because because Topi mentioned the utilization that's already quite a simple figure telling that how how many hours how many How many uh, how many productive hours we have done with this machine, yeah. but then uh, the the utilization after all doesn't tell the whole story. Yes, because, because then uh, uh, it it doesn't matter or it it doesn't uh, make us any money if if the machine is 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 all the time running but it's not making any parts or it, it's making uh, wrong parts. Or at so, the wrong time, or, or at, at the wrong time, yes. So, so then uh, we we should also monitor other uh, figures like lead time of the orders to make sure that the our orders are are flowing through our, our production yeah. quickly, yeah, and and that we are able to deliver the 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 goods or or parts uh, the right time, yeah. and and then the last factor is is quality. So so then af- after all we we our machines are running they are making the the, the right parts but then they need to also uh, do the the right quality so so that's the those three things are rather 
important when we when we are thinking about the or discussing about the monitoring of of the production. Yeah, and it sounds like that the hurry and surprises and low visibility, someone might call that hell, and that's where the where the title comes from. That then boils down to this. So when you have that those problems, your utilization tend to be low. You you don't have the lead times you could could have, and and then quality is 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 well busyness equals problems usually. Mm. Exactly. When you are in a hurry, you you do mistakes. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of indirect. Un- un- cause kind of that that when you are hurry and then you need to kind of do do quick changes and and do some things that doesn't support to produce the quality for, yes. for the end customers yes yeah. yeah i would still like to go back to the utilization and why that's not enough to be measured so you mentioned you know, that, that it's also about lead times but how do these work together what what is it why exactly is it that the utilization is, is not enough Well, if if uh, the machine is is uh, is running yeah. from the from the from in, in the big picture, it's it's yes. running chips so are it's utilized. Yes, yeah, that's great. But then, if it's making wrong parts, it's it's possible that that uh, at the moment uh, the machine is 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 manufacturing some parts that are not needed at all at all at at, at this point. Why would it be doing that? So so companies are 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 manufacturing the parts in stock. So so it's it's possible that the that that the Customer has ordered 10 parts, but then uh, we are still making more parts that have been ordered. Just that like because, 20? Yeah, yeah. Or even more? Yeah, even more. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's that's really the the dilemma that that uh, then the the machine is reserved yes. for a long time, and then there would be another more urgent order waiting and access to that machine. So then, uh, if we are Checking only the utilization, we think that oh, we are doing such a great job here. Machine is running, but then the the whole story is that 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 machine is running yeah uh, well only because we are making uh, uh, two big batches of parts basically. Yeah. But why is that? Why why is it so that if 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 a company manufacturer gets an order for ten, they manufacture twenty? In general, yeah. there might be various reasons. But well, usually the uh, the Uh, it's it's the it's the matter of of managing the costs of the of the setup yeah. or, or or the cost caused by the setup yeah. so the setup usually takes time it takes uh, takes uh, resources especially if it's done manually yeah exactly so so that's that's the that's the thing the main driver that is that is driving the 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 companies to to produce more parts because now when we have the setup and we have started so let's make some extra so that we don't have to make these parts uh, next week again and do the setup all over again. So this is usually the yeah. The, yeah. the thinking yeah. behind this. Yeah, yeah. but it misses a mark and misses an opportunity of, of quick adaptations for the lead time. That's yeah. what you're referring to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I get exactly. That. exactly. I get that. Um, okay, sounds like the picture is, is rather clear what, what the problems are of the hurry of unsurprises and low visibility and what that then leads into. But is there any way out here? How could a production manager make his or her life easier? Toby? Yeah, obviously there there are tools for for managing this this kind of busy and hurry in the in the production. Yeah. In the big picture, how would you summarize those main main things that you kind of need to nail? Yeah. Okay. Maybe I would start with the with the kind of auditory ma- manufacturing. Okay. What does that mean? Basically, it means that that 
you are producing the parts for the actual customer need. So basically, you don't produce the parts for the stock. Yeah, like Janne just Yeah, explained. like Janne, Janne, Janne told. Um, so, so you have the actual need. Yeah. You produce the, the batch and the, and the order what's, what's required for your customer. And then, then you have the kind of the planning for the for the for the production capacity. So it's all about how you manage the capacity of your production. Yeah, and I've understood it also deals with priorities. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, I would say that uh, everyone in the in the shop floor and in the in the product production management on the shop floor, the operators, the, all the all the people needs to have the kind of the prioritized work lists. You you have the priorities what what you need to do yeah and those might even change yeah yeah of you have the agility yeah. there yeah yeah and and then when the when the priorities change so that the which basically means that the customer is calling and 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 asking for a del, uh, shorter delivery time so then it's it's also the the next step after this order driven uh, manufacturing is the automatic fine scheduling and and and, and the automatic production planning. So basically, basically in this uh, this scenario, the, when we have the orders, then uh, you have a system that's that uh, updates yeah. the production plan automatically based on those those production orders and and their uh, due dates or, or delivery dates, and, and then if something is changing there yeah. in the in the orders, then yeah. uh, the plan is 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 automatically updated. So so. So this is really like a concrete way to 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 reduce the amount of of uh, hurry <laughs> of of the production manager. Yes, yes. But we talk about the setups, and that's a physical thing, right? Yes. So you have to do it physically. It's not, it's not just a software thing. So I'm understand. I understand that there's also automation hardware usually required there, as well. Uh, yes, and and this setup. Uh, minimizing the setup time, so so there are really uh, many approaches how to do it. So so there maybe the, the the first step is to take there is to to have uh, the best possible uh, instructions uh, drawings available for yep. the operator who standardize the setup standardize the process exactly yes. yes so so this is the thing so and and then to make sure that the all the t- all the the required equipment tools etc are available when the when the setup work should start so these yeah. th- uh, these are of course then really the the cornerstones of the lean lean thinking that have all the all the tools available and and, and, and so on yeah so yes. this is the first step and then and there are of course uh, with the, with the help of, of flexible automation then uh, there are ways to 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 implement automation and uh, which will take care of the setup so then you can you can eliminate the the, the setup times from the process uh, almost completely yeah because i've understood that they're not done right before the part goes to the machine but they're done beforehand so that the machine is always running and you have a small buffer yeah that that yeah, keeps uh, yeah. utilization high at all times yeah and, and basically in the flexible automation you have like a like a library of setups ready to be used, and then when when the setup is needed, it can be it can be taken into use right away yeah. without any any manual work. So that's the that's really the the cornerstone of the flexible automation. Yes, but it, I have understood that it also works so that you don't need to have the automation hardware like with our workshop operation product. You only have the software. Yeah. So so then this is really the the step I mentioned in the in the first stage was that have the have the correct documents and all the information available for the for the operator who is starting the setup work. And first of all, 
the software should should be able to tell for the operator that when the setup should be changed. Yes. Because sometimes even that is is not that obvious. The the operator doesn't know that actually the first thing I have to do today is to say, change the setup. Yeah. So so yeah. so then the it's the matter of of making sure that the the people working on the factory floor also have the 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 latest information what to do. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like some some something to orchestrate everything there yeah. in, the, in the production. Exactly. But what are the kind of requirements of um, of this software? What what kind of things need to do in terms of, for example, like research uh, management and so on? If you want to do um, automatic um, fine scheduling and production planning, okay, what's required? Yeah, of course, you need to have the, the kind of the model in place, how you produce the parts. So, and by model, I mean, mean you have the software where, where you have the manufacturing process of the part yeah. so there you link the link the raw material you link the operations what what nc programs what what yeah. what you need to produce that Tools operation yeah and and beyond that you you can link the resources like tools and, and yeah so on. yeah and then the software can kind of play the chess and yeah yeah and yeah then then we can do the do the planning automatically so so we have the orders so we have the priority of the of the needs yeah that's a step number one yeah, yeah 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 and, and then yeah and the continuity the second yeah and then then we have the orders we have the item based data uh, which is used for for the for the kind of the planning the production yes. and then then you can calculate the the optimal optimal way of producing those parts yes and get the production yeah. under control yeah um I've also understood that the transparency of production now is also required. Janne, what do you think yes. about this one? Yes. So, so then when we have the production flowing and uh, and and uh, we think that everything is everything is running fine, so then it, it would be nice to to be able to check that if if that's really the case. So, yeah. how are we doing today? And 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 if there are these surprises I mentioned in the in the first section. Uh, yeah. That uh, if there there are uh, massive breakdowns happen, for example, so so then uh, then it, it would be uh, nice to have the the information about those uh, right when they happen, and yeah. then and then uh, well, the more information the, the the system or the software is able to give for the production manager or production planner, uh, the better. So then then uh, the the human which in this case is the production manager can do the decisions then that well, how to how to adapt to this situation so the so the software is like a colleague yes. of the of the production manager who is giving uh, tips and advices and information for the best possible uh, decisions yeah yeah well if we kind of wrap this thing together these these features of uh, of um, order driven manufacturing help with um, production planning and management software that, that gives kind of full transparency of production and this whole whole entity and we ask the question of how does this then help with the hurry and surprises you know it's quite a complex thing so would you guys just elaborate it through that okay this is what it looks mm-hmm. like but this is how it could be like and how does the change come about yeah. how does the, how is the hurry eliminated and and, and, and the uh, surprises and monitoring problems exactly yeah it, exactly it, it helps you to plan the production so it, it gives you kind of the visibility what's the actual status in yes. the production for example you can you can see that um, customer is ordering a new 
patch or, yes. or the new order for the for the for their needs. So so you can see that when when do you have the capacity for for producing those parts? So yes. what's um, when you are capable of delivering those? Yes. So and you don't make too too uh, bold promises. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's a tool to help the production manager. That's kind of the the first. Yeah. First step. Yeah. And it sounds like it gets things in order so that when the things that are all of the resources can be like if if they're not managed, it's it's quite it could be hell of managing the, all of that. Mm. Yeah, and run and stand still type of yeah, like we scenario. like we listed that that one kind of issue is those surprises yeah. and this this kind of digitalized production planning it 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 reduces the surprises. For example, it gives you the exact needs for the resources yeah. so you know that which tools and which raw materials you need today yeah. or for the next next uh, next night shift or or the next next shift anyway yeah so, so you know what you need yeah what happens if you uh, apply this kind of software and then machine breaks down what happens single machine breaks down well, in the in the best case, the system can adapt to the situation automatically. So the the system uh, notices that okay, this this machine is down. So now I'm going to route the work to to the alternative uh, machine or, or or other device. So so this is the highest level of, of flexibility uh, yes. from from the system. And the production manager at this stage, what does he need to do, or is this automatic? Uh, basically. Uh, like I said, in the best case, it's it's totally automatic. But then, if 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 uh, anyway, uh, there's some human intervention needed uh, to 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 do the replanning of the production. So then, then it's about the uh, it's still the the, the software gives uh, all the available information that actually on that machine we have capacity. So let's let's move this job from 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 the machine that had the breakdown. Yeah. To, to this machine so so these kind of things then follow after the machine breakdown with this kind of intelligent uh, planning software yeah sounds like life much easier than than and it can be in the worst case scenario all right i think it's um time to wrap up this episode i've, I've learned a lot around uh, how, how does typical production managers they look like and and how to fight those problems um if you want to learn more about um, Fastenf Resources, uh, please check our uh, YouTube channel, our other podcasts, uh, our blog at fastenfs.com slash blog. Um, at this stage, I would like to thank, uh, give thanks to, to, to Janne and Topi who were with me here today. Yep, thanks. Thank you, Mikko. Yeah, my name is Mikko Tomala. I thank you also for listening.